Welcome to the broadcast. We are here to be clear. We're excited that you can hear us talking. (laughs) (laughs) Well, this is uh, Almost Daily Show, except it's Q&A Fridays, episode nine. You know what's funny, Dave? I don't think people can actually hear the noises on the live. (laughs) No, they can't? I don't think so. (laughs) (laughs) That's okay. Yeah. We still enjoy it. That's right. That's right. That's all that matters. Yeah, I was, listening to, I was listening to the differences in the music, and the Zencaster has the noises, and you can hear it when you pull it, but you can't hear it on the live or the Crowdcaster or the Facebook or anything. So oh, they're probably it. like, what is that? What are they doing? What are they doing? What is even well, happening? When you listen to the podcast, it'll have a nice little musical background to it. That's right. I think you're really going to enjoy it. That's right. See what benefits from listening to the podcast are? You get all the fun noises, and you know why I was just singing. That's right. That's right. Why were you just singing? (laughs) Well, I was singing because I was so excited for the day, and I found a really cool beat to intro the podcast with. That's right. So so in in Chandler's world, that's a trigger. So anytime there's a trigger, he breaks out into uh, song, dance, whatever it is. Yeah, it doesn't even matter. I'll sing about anything. I don't even have to have words formulated. It just comes out. It flows. That's right. That's right. So probably because what, uh, what? Probably because I'm the songbird of my generation. Somebody has to be. Yeah. It might as well be you. Somebody's got to get it done. That's right. I'll do it. Might as well be. That's right. All right. So today's episode is uh, devoted to one question we had that we thought was a pretty good question. And it was the, the anomaly that most small business owners suffer from. And that's how do I market when I have no money? <laughs> I'm, the question is like, I'm in this perpetual state where I just barely break even and that's it. There's no money to put into marketing. There's no money to put anywhere else. I, I can't pay for Facebook ads and it's kind of where I'm at and I can't pull out of my hole. That's right. And it's actually, I mean, it, it, clearly it's a problem and uh, it's a big problem. And if you're in that position, uh, it's it probably just, I mean, it's a bad feeling to have. Um, and, it, and it probably feels like <clears throat> you just won't get out of it. And then something else that I think happens when people are in this position, they make bad decisions. And so you might not have any money. And I think people make decisions like gambling decisions where they'll actually take money that they don't have that needs to be allotted to something else and they'll, they'll push it over to a marketing budget because somebody promises them leads and money. And uh, so they usually double down on having no money and, uh, and put themselves in a bad position. Yeah. I, I think what happens is they start to look for the, the flavor of the week program rather than something that's going to work consistently. And they don't know where to start. They don't know how to put money into anything. They don't even know what they're supposed to do. And so I think if you're, if you're looking at, marketing without an actual budget with zero dollars the way it starts is what can you do for free what can you do to get your information and your name out and things to people that doesn't cost you money to distribute it and the first step is obviously get your get content organized put content out every day then if you have staff and employees and stuff like that tell them to share every single piece once they share every piece they need to be on there engaging and talking and none of that costs money and the way we get around facebook's like low algorithm as we get people to share and comment on everything we do. Then I think you have to you have to get that people funneled over through into something like either your newsletter or you need to go around and find some high level influencers in your community and get them to share everything. 
generally the micro influencers will do it just for like a piece of your product or something that they can use. And uh, so we really have to dig deep into, into what we're doing and develop a strategy around the, the, the no money strategy. Yeah. So I think that's your marketing plan is the no money, right? Like actually coming up with a, a holistic plan that, that, looks at everything, looks at local business relationships, online social media presence, internal strategy of how you, you know, how are you actually leveraging your existing client base uh, with marketing uh, to them and to get into their networks. Once you have your overall strategy put together, which is your no, no money strategy, uh, that, then you can figure out where am I going to actually invest money into that strategy when you have it, when it's starting to work, you'll start to work on a, on a kind of like a lower scale. And as it starts to work, you need to know that you need to be reinvesting back in, you know, a percentage of everything sold always has to go back into marketing to keep it going and growing. Yeah, exactly. <clears throat> so once you've got it organized, you have content flowing out, you have people sharing the information and commenting back and forth. Like you were saying, your next step is to go to, you could go to like at least five local businesses every week and talk to them and try to establish relationships with them and see if you can organize some partnerships around that. Then your next step is to go to 50 corporations or businesses that have like more than 20 or 30 employees and talk to them about how you can open up, start like corporate programs. And that's marketing. And that's like just business development. So you need to right. be out there doing that kind of stuff. Then once you get that organized, then you start organizing your little networking groups and you can work around and that stuff. And you don't have to go join BNI and pay money for it. You can organize your own around all these businesses you're talking to and building and developing with. Then once you have that, none of that costs money. Uh, then once you have that and you actually funnel people in and it's working, then you can start putting money into channels. So you can put money into Facebook ads. You can put money into Google search. You can put money into whatever you want. You can join a BNI group, whatever you need to do though. That's the point to where you can have, you can actually put the money into it. But until then you got to be a guerrilla marketer. How can I put my feet on the ground and get in front of as many people as possible, as often as possible and make sure that I'm continuously just hustling to get myself into a position to where I'm finally comfortable and I'm not starving anymore. That's right. And I think like you just touched on a little bit, um, marketing encompasses a lot. You know, it's not just, you know, what are we doing for marketing? And that translates over to Facebook ads. Um, your marketing is, I mean, it's, it's all your processes and procedures and everything should, you know, you should always be able to go back and tie in, you know, how am I then communicating all this to um, my existing clientele, the world, uh, whatever it is, that's your overall marketing plan. Right. So it's 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 not just marketing equals ad spend. Uh, marketing should be everything you do should be built around marketing. Yeah, I think we get that confused a lot because uh, like social is incredibly important right now. People think that's the that's marketing and people don't understand the differentiation between right. it. And marketing is what it is what you want it to be and it can be as hard as you're willing to hustle for it and so marketing should encompass everything both online and, and offline and a lot of people don't they want it they'll kind of start making their content and pushing it out but they really don't like going to businesses and talking to people and they don't like going to corporations and talking to them about wellness programs but if you really want your businesses to succeed and be ultimately successful those are things you have to do you have to schedule your content to go out every week you have to schedule boots on the ground to go talk to businesses you right. have to schedule 
sending emails out to all these local corporations and then following up after you send the email in person to talk to them. You have to be consistent and persistent. And if you can do both of those things, you can start to generate a lot of business around what you're doing from within your community without having to spend money on it initially. And then when you do, like we were saying, you just reinvest back into what you're doing. Maybe 5% of your, your overall profits or your overall budget goes back into marketing. Yeah, we, we a lot in our, in our business, uh, in our gym business, uh, we a lot 4% on all sales uh, has to stay in marketing. Uh, so now if we needed to, so if I was finding that uh, we're not growing enough, uh, you know, we, you know, our marketing's exceeding that budget, uh, we'd have to increase the budget, we'd then take away a percentage from other places. We'd have to, we'd have to re, readjust how our business runs. But, yeah, exactly. So that's that's pretty much what it, what it looks like if you have no money. It, it requires you to actually get out there and hustle a lot. It requires you to have your, your staff hustle a little bit. It requires you telling everybody, hey, if you want to take it to the next level, these are the things we have to do. And these are this is how we succeed. And this is how we become ultimately successful. And we get to a point where we can pay people what we want to pay people, hire the people to do the things we don't necessarily want to do or have time to do, and then grow ourselves into another position. And it bridges the gap between uh, business development, marketing, sales, all of these things are interchangeable roles that need to be, that need to happen at the same time. A marketer should be a really good salesman because they should understand both avenues and they should be able to do both things because like social media is marketing and then sales is going in there and talking to corporations and sales is going there to local business development and building relationships. And I think people get confused with sales as well. It's, it's not just telling people they need stuff. It's sales is ultimately communicating to another person whether, why or not, why they should or shouldn't purchase your product or participate in your product. And it's ultimately just building the relationship, just like marketing. That's right. The same thing at this point, especially in a small business, it's pretty much the same department, right? Like it's, it's uh, if you're marketing properly, you're doing the sales functions built into the marketing system, you know, and, and it's, um, it, it's all necessary. And I think that's, that's a roadblock uh, small business owners get into. And, and especially in this, in the uh, service-based businesses, you know, you, you want to just be with your clients and, and doing what you love to do. Uh, but you got to go out and, you know, make sales and market the business and, uh, put effort into it uh, in, in a little bit of an effort or um, half ass a little bit. Like it just doesn't pan out for you. Uh, it's just because you got to, I mean, you got to go all in on it uh, with no money. You have to put in a big effort. If you, the more money you have, the less effort you have to put in because you can hire the right people and pay for it. Right. But on a, on a budget, no money. Um, you know, that's why business owners and entrepreneurs work nights and weekends. That's right. That's why <laughs> as you start, you're putting in 16, 20 hour days to make sure things what, function and work. And whatever it takes. Yeah. Yeah. And so then that's what it takes. And if you're not willing to put in that much work and that much time, that's okay. It's just, maybe this isn't the thing you should be in and the thing you should be doing, or maybe you should go find some people to invest in your company. So that way you can build it up and you can start it the way you want it. And that's a decision you have to make at that point. Do I continue to bootstrap this and continue to try to build it myself? Or do I find someone who can essentially funnel money into to help me survive while I build it and to provide me with the strategic planning and advantages and help that might propel me forward? Because more often than not, investors are people who will invest to, because they want to return down the road. So they'll provide some strategic advice and information for you to move forward. That's right. So this is actually like I think our passion in this is building 
and helping with the uh, with the game plan. That what what's your, yeah, exactly. what's it look like? You know, what are the different? You know, how's the different ways to set it up? Internal marketing strategies, external marketing strategies. You know, local biz dev. Um, all that's so exciting. Yeah, it's huge. It's way better than sitting there just trying to like build crappy lead campaigns. It's essentially right. brand management long term. Right. It's how do we start you off now and how do we get you to where you want to be down the yeah. road? That's ultimately what we want to do. And that's what we like to do. You know what I know no, I'm realizing now? You know, you know what you and I have, Chan? We're cheap partners. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> right? That's right. We don't I think we should actually readjust the pricing that we look at. We're actually super cheap strategic partners. Bam. Yeah. <laughs> it's true. At the high level, people chart we at the highest level, this would be like a fifteen, twenty seven thousand dollar a month project. Yeah. And we offer it to small businesses at a rate to where they can actually afford right. it. Well, we just know, you know, these are the discussions that we always have is um, you know, this is actually, you know, technically what market rate should be. Almost like in, you know, in the gym business. It's like, well, what's my hourly? It's seventy five and you know, we should be charging two hundred bucks a month for group and People are doing it for cheaper because they want to help people, you know, and uh, I think that's what we do, but I don't think we have a problem with it. We love it. Yeah. And ultimately, you know, like when working with smaller businesses, you can scale up bigger, you work with more people, you don't become dependent on one or two entities right. for what you're doing, which is, it's, it's exciting and it keeps you engaged. You're not always working on the same thing. That's right. All kinds of people have all kinds of different problems. Yep. That's right. So but either way, we love it. So if you're out there and you want to talk shop with us and uh, jump on calls or jump on a Facebook group and ask questions, uh, we just love interacting, helping. Faux show. Faux Mo show. interaction. Mo better. Mo better. Yeah. Mo better. I always say. <laughs> <laughs> Good stuff. All right. Good times. We will be back Monday for another episode. If you guys ever have questions, as always, post them in the comments. If you're listening to this on the podcast, go give us a five-star review because you think we're awesome. And if you want to be in the hot seat, shoot us an email. We'll put you in the hot seat Thursday. We'll solve a problem. That's right. This is Chandler and the Dave Picardi. Signing out. See you guys next week. See ya.